Orazio is a ladies' man. So when when <laughs> so, so when a, when Orazio approaches a woman, okay, and that woman knows she's interested in him, she's gonna hear him out, see what he has to say, make sure he doesn't say anything stupid. Eventually, give him her number. She's not gonna see Rizzy, know she's interested in him. He approaches her in a respectful way, and she says, "No, no, no," and walks off. And like in some movies, say, "Man, I hope he tries again. I hope he tries again." What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I'm Tavares Ferguson, joining my co-host, Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, tell them what's in your mind. Have you gentlemen heard who will be performing at this year's Super Bowl halftime? Mr. Take Your Girl? (laughs) (laughs) That boy just keep winning, don't he? (laughs) He should bring Kiki out. <laughs> we, but it, yeah, that would be that would be that petty. Would, off. Yeah. Dude, that that song they so made together, we, we, I'm loving it. <laughs> we we had that conversation about King of R and B, and I know the weekend's name got thrown into it. So he's done his halftime Super Bowl performance. So we would have something to really compare these two. I know the weekend is doing his thing as far as. Uh, Rosie, you mentioned what well, Beyonce just passed him as far as tour money, but he's still up there. So, but Usher's doing his thing in Vegas. He's killing it. He's been extended with like four or five times. Like every time it's like, this is the last show. He's like, nah, we had some more shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we get to compare these two performances and see. I think, I think he has an opportunity to kill it. Whatever he does, I don't know what song list he's going to pick, but he's got to either start or end his set with yeah. Because that is that his biggest song with Lil John? Yeah. Uh yeah, That's probably. <laughs> and he gotta have Lil John. He Conf- gotta have Lil John come out too. You confessions. Like, gotta have Lil John come out, man. Yeah. Oh man. I just feel like he's gonna outperform the weekend. I've never really watched a weekend performance. And I didn't hear a lot of talk about it either. You know, like I feel like, you know. But the weekend had just had that surgery or whatever after that too, though, so it, he couldn't do a whole lot with his face. Wasn't it like right before he had um, uh, he had that face surgery. I'm just saying as a as a whole, like is is the weekend a dancer? Like is he a hell of a performer? I don't know. You know, he that's makes a good, good music. I don't think he is a dancer. Is he? Yeah, nah, he's more of a. Mm. I mean, you know, work the stage tank type thing, like. He's gonna he's gonna get a little moves in there, but he's not Usher or Chris Brown, anybody that's like really really working the stage. So we'll see. It's gonna be cool. Um, that all you got? That's all I got, man. Yeah, that's all I got, man. I thought that was uh, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got a whole bunch. Uh, have y'all heard about? Are y'all getting this new Toyota that's coming out? It's called the uh, Century. Have y'all heard about that? not a joke it's like for real they say they're going after Bentley and Rolls Royce $170,000 for a Toyota yeah how much? $170,000 will be the starting part, price point for it so, why didn't they just make it a Lexus? I, I, don't, I, I think Toyota wants a high end brand I don't know like the, the, the days of having brand. yeah I know but it's like the days of having those strided like hey you do the 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 what was it used to be like the GM and then the Ford and it, it was like the same thing but different levels. They don't really do that anymore. Like every company wants to have every level now. Um mm, and so I gotcha. yeah, that I, I it's it's gonna be interesting. I wanna see it though. I wanna see how it drives. Maybe they can get into that very high end market. I, I, I'm gonna say no because I can't afford it, but I'm not gonna say no because because Toyota makes a, a fairly good vehicle from yeah. all the reviews I've heard over the, the years. So, well, this is not the first release of the Century. Oh, have they already? It's been discontinued before. Hmm. In the yeah, US, been discontinued or before. like worldwide. Uh, 
that may be world, world, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, I can see them trying to do that in like Japan or in China or something like that where they they have a really big foothold. Um but yeah, they're introducing it here in the US too. So, so. it's the Toyota Century SUV 2024 170,000. Yep. So kind of crazy. But if you should get one. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know you got it. So I, I actually don't have it. There's that. <laughs> so, you know, even if it was half that price, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got it. I don't think. <laughs> that's a that's a subtle flex. Anyway, maybe. But uh, had to move had to move something around. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of shows out there, I don't know if you guys heard, but one of our favorite shows, um, the the winning time. So the LA, the story of the L.A. Lakers mm-hmm. and all of that. That got canceled. So uh, if you haven't seen the second se- season, go watch that. It's the last one, unfortunately. But uh, it, was, it was a good series while it lasted, man. So check that out. And for all the 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 black, like, goth kids out there, the vampire lovers and everything like that, um, Castlevania, the new season is called Castlevania Nocturne. And it's all about black vampires. So kind of dope premise to it. So if you're into vampires or you're into, you know, you Wakanda forever, uh, go check that out because the Castlevania anime series is actually really, really awesome. It's not even, it's technically not anime. It's just animated. Uh, it's on Netflix. Check it out. It's really, really good. The first two, three seasons, whatever they had. Uh, and everybody's kind of really excited for the new season that's coming out. Um, can't go wrong with the uh, black vampires. They had a couple black vampires in the first one. So it's not like foreign or whatever, but this one's going to be like super duper dope. So go check that out, man. That's all I got. Coach Prime is no longer undefeated. We are recording this this segment Sunday night, September 24th, the day after Dion has his first loss in the regular season uh, for the Colorado Buffaloes. And... Uh, that was a hard game to watch. Mm. I I was just hoping Shador didn't get hurt. Like they were they were tagging him the whole game. Yep. But um, you know everybody loses. You know, so I, I try not to make it too big of a deal out of it. I just as as normal. There's always a whole side story to everything when it comes to black greatness. I guess there's this new dialogue about him needing to be humbled. And but if you see him, you you're looking up like you haven't you haven't heard anybody talk about that or No, I've heard it, but there is no humbling Dion like <laughs> have y'all seen his career? <laughs> yeah. And and the thing about it it's and he, he pushes back just like you know, why are y'all trying almost like why are you trying to humble me? Like does my confidence uh, forgot how he said it, but his confidence uh, irks their insecurities. Yeah. Like that's you yeah. know, it's like um, I'll find the quote, but that's what it is. You know, he's like, I'm coming out here. I'm not saying anything. I'm not being rude. I'm just, I'm just me. I'm the who who I am. And so you know, y'all want the kids to lose because you hate me. It's not gonna beat the team. It's gonna beat Dion. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's so many it's so many hating narratives around him. I mean, not just the like you say, don't go beat Dion. Go um go don't beat the kids. Go beat Dion. But they also talk about how it's Dion's team and Dion, and they don't talk about Colorado as a team anymore and everything. But they don't ever uh, mention that when they talk about saving. When they you know I, I mean we talk about Nick Saban as Nick Saban is Alabama football. It's the same thing. I mean, it's he is the personality that's drawing everything in. He's the one that's bringing everybody to make sure that they watch Colorado and everything like that. He's doing what he's supposed to do as a coach to get eyes on that program. And he's ch- ch- teaching those boys. So, I mean, he, he has to go out. He has to recruit. He took out of the portal and he went and got skilled players. We they we already saw from the first three games that their defense wasn't super up to par and their lines weren't strong yeah. and and so we knew coming that in that line that old but, line is... yeah that's but he's also been recruiting you guys have have you heard Warren Sapp's coming on uh the coaching staff next year mm-hmm. he's announced that so he mm-hmm. has a plan to fix that 
And after the after the loss, his um interview, he said, "Come at me now, because this is the weakest that we're ever gonna be." And so he knows and has his vision. He knows that he's not at the pinnacle of what they're gonna be. He he probably came in knowing they're not gonna win the national championship this year. So this idea that everybody kind of put on his back that oh go out and he's gonna win it all. I mean, he, I don't think he had that expectation. He wanted it, right? He had that dream. He had that vision. He has that drive to do it. But he had, I, I know he had to be realistic thinking that we're not going to get the national title this year. So if we can go 50-50, right? What is it? Uh, six and six. Uh, win six games so that we can get to uh, bowl eligible. We're good. I think that's all he's really worried about right now is that. And it's, it's one game. Is, what is it? Uh, every every Sunday, you're just trying to go one and oh. That's it. So, or every Saturday, I guess. Every Saturday, mm-hmm. you're trying to go one and zero, and that's what he's gonna do. So, Oregon was a better team. We are, I mean, we saw it, but we'll, I'm still rocking with them because it's still Wakanda forever for we me. We knew it. We knew it because they, they're probably gonna lose like that again next week mm-hmm. against USC. To be honest, uh, and especially with, I mean, I think some people, even the most strident Dion fans, probably thought uh, Colorado had a chance against Oregon before Travis Hunter got hurt. Then once he got injured, like you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, they wasn't going to uh, win. But I mean, if you're a Coach Prime fan, you just, you watched and hope that an upset could be pulled off. But hey, my Florida State Seminoles won. And listen, <laughs> we ain't beat Clemson in 10 years. Okay? So I was extremely happy about that. Extremely Finally beat them losers. Yeah. Oh, and go Blazers. Uh, we scored three yeah. touchdowns against number one ranked Georgia uh, on on yesterday. So oh, was it three? I, three. I only yeah, saw two. Yeah. Y'all scored three? Yeah, three times. 21. Whoa. Yeah. We, I mean, Bro. you know, we're what, good. What was the final score? What was uh, the final I think score? it was 49-21. So we, and everybody's like, ooh, that's a blowout. I'm like, it Dang. is. But hey, I mean, an unranked team versus the number one seed first year uh, with our new coach. I'm good with what we did. I mean, that they showed up. They didn't give up. They, they had a little dog in them. That's what we needed to see. And that's what, uh, you know, I, I'm also looking at, we're not in the SEC. We're in the AAC. And so <laughs> we're going to do what we need to do in the AAC. And I feel comfortable in the conference that we're in that we're straight. So I'm I'm happy. My bad for, we, we stole your Colorado <laughs> no, no, you're good. No, you're good. No, I just, I, no, I just wanted to put that out there in the, in the, uh, in the atmosphere about Dion and you know the whole need to be humbled you know a lot of people of course made it racial yeah. you know the, the racial aspect you know they want the you know he got he got out of the line and Massa wanted him back in place and you know that's not how a coach is supposed to act and all that stuff so well it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out uh, I would love to see him in a bowl game I'm excited for his the future of his career especially if he can take that and Make something out of it in the next couple of seasons. He's already underpaid. Like in the first what two games, I think he's generated ninety million dollars for that area. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's he's already underpaid. <laughs> and that's what's crazy is they're talking about you know this is what, coaches are supposed to be a certain way, but the game is changing, right? Um, for one, like Rise said, Nick Saban's always been bigger bigger than Alabama. So when the coach is bigger than the team, you know. Nobody had a problem then, but he's changing, you know, with the NIL deals, with the ability to negotiate contracts and get revenue dollars and put put uh, put the team on the map. Uh, College football is becoming more entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, um, and truthfully, I think the flashiness of it all, it, it really shows white coaches are scared. Because they, a lot of them don't have that, and so they can't just go in and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna grind it out, and we're we're gonna be a good team," and think they're gonna go and get these nil deals and all that stuff. They're looking at, "Oh, I need that now," and so it's gonna be a new era of coaches that come out, and they're gonna have to be different. They're not gonna be those old school coaches that you saw, and uh, for the last 30, 40 years, and they're scared. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you can't have a. 75 year old coach you know um, but we'll see 
Uh, Rosie is Sophie sleep? She is not. She's running around with Haley. They're cooking. Haley's like meal prepping, so she got a real job. It's uh, it's hilarious. Uh, so she works like four days a week, and so she was like, "I'd be so tired." And this another. I'm like, <laughs> "So po baby, po baby, hold on, though. let me go." She'd be one. tired, bro. <laughs> Hello. Hey, yeah. what's going on, ma'am? Greetings, Hello. Sophia. Greetings. Hello. How's Greetings. it going? Very well. Very well. I'm loving your braids. Thank you. Who did him, Daddy? No. Or, or he did said you go he can't out? Did you, we went out. Or, did you go to Huntsville or something again? Like, I, feel I went like to, you, yeah, I went to, uh, where did Tuscaloosa. I go? Tuscaloosa. 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 I knew yeah. it started you with got, You got flued out to get your hair done? <laughs> I got, we, it was a drive. Haley drove me. <laughs> oh, you got chauffeured to t- Tuscaloosa? Yes. We got McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. I had a magical. <laughs> I feel like she. Uh, I feel like you got McDonald's food. last time you went. <laughs> yeah, I'll be getting McDonald's every time. This is the closest one. Let me ask you something real quick before the joke. When do before you get joke. nuggets? Do you get nuggets at McDonald's? Yes, everyone what, has to get nuggets. What's your go-to sauce? It has to be the tangy barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay, the right answer was sweet and sour, but I'll let you. Okay, all right. That was the right answer. Yes. I, Tangy barbecue sauce is the right answer. <laughs> no, it's actually. I told you. Yeah. They won't but try I, anything I, I, else. But I will do. I get both now. Mm-hmm. I make a extra money, so I'll pay for more sauce. Make dollars for the charge. You, 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 treat, you treat yourself. <laughs> I'm going to treat you, know? you to some extra sauce. Yeah. While, yeah. while y'all talking, though, they have a buffalo sauce now, and it actually is really good. Yeah. So if you haven't tried the McDonald's buffalo sauce, get that next time. I didn't try it. I don't do that. Yeah, me either. Yeah, it's McDonald's. <laughs> you got to stick to what you know. But yeah. your dad eats the make rib, so. I do. Yeah. I do. You can try to make me do it, but I won't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you yeah, you shouldn't. You can make me stand, do anything. It's a free country. Stand firm. Yeah. What do you have for us, Sophie? I feel like I'm I'm on a joke journey, and I know the answer to this one. Okay, today I started an argument with Ollie on while riding a roll while riding an elevator. I was wrong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> touche. I like that. Touche. Touche. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you guys know I'll, I'll be here all week with my McDonald's uh bu- tangy barbecue sauce is the better one. Goodbye. Okay, yeah. you almost yeah. said Buffalo, by the way. <laughs> Buffalo, oh, they be hit, man. Hey, Riley, this one of the this one of the uh, shirts from the yeah. I was gonna site. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you like it? Like, I like it, I like it. Yeah. That's one of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It do- it doesn't say three brothers or anything, but it's on our site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says walk with kings, uh, but don't lose the common touch. So, right, right. anybody out there, if you ever had to learn if or read if by Rudyard Kipling. That would have um, been. A, that's that's what it comes from. That would have been a dope clapback for Obama when they tried to make fun of his community organizing. Mm-hmm. That could have been a nice little retort. <laughs> 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 oh man, I don't even know if I have a question, man. So one of y'all go first. I think I went first last week. So Rizzy, all right, I got it. I jump got on it. it. Um. So again, me being on social media, always seeing all these posts and everything. And I like to kind of stay current and, and make sure yeah. we have something to talk about that's new because um, a lot of these podcasts out there uh, that y'all be listening to, they talk about the same thing every time. It's relationship, relationship, relationship. Uh, so we try to do something a little different. But um, I'm going to talk about relationship today. I want to know from you, brothers, uh, is being afraid to love someone the same as not loving them like if you love somebody can you be can you be in love with them and be afraid to love them at the same time can you be in love with someone and be afraid to love them at the same time yeah because there, there's <laughs> a post out context. there that, that that's the only that's the only thing that came in the post it just says is being afraid to love someone the same as not loving them i don't know <laughs> because i mean you can be in that relationship or with somebody and love them and still be scared, you know, um, and that might come from insecurities, past relationships, uh, knowing yourself. Maybe you've hurt people before, 
um, I think you can't help who you love. You know, I think the world will be a lot easier if you can help who you love. Um, so I don't think not being afraid is one thing and just not loving somebody because there's people who are in relationships and feel like they should love this person, right? Like, man, I have a good one. She's a good girl. He's a good dude. Um, what's wrong with me? Like, why don't I love, why don't I love her? Why don't I love him? And, but you're still there because you're hoping that you will eventually love that person, you know, or try to figure out, you know, what's wrong with you or going through the motions because I would be stupid to let this go because it's such a great, uh, woman or a great man, you know, I don't think it's, I don't, maybe I'm misunderstanding where they're going with it. It, it kind of reminds me of a thin line between love and hate. And when uh, she was afraid to love Martin's character because she had been hurt so many times, but okay. she was already a- allowing herself to be in love with him, going horseback ride and sharing all these special moments. And then when she finally invites him, him to her house, and they have sex and stuff. She's like, you know, I've been hurt before. She's trying to let that wall down to open up herself to love him. That's the only thing I could think of with that. I never know. See, being in love and loving someone are so close. Like, I know they're different, but I never know if I have the correct definition. I feel like being in love with someone is temporary. I think it's just one of those, you know, because I feel like with, with my wife, there are just different phases throughout our marriage and relationship where I've just been like in love with her all over again to where it's almost like it's a reset has been hit and and things like that. But it doesn't last forever. Like it eventually gets back to, you know, I love her, but she goes to work. I go to work. I come home. You know, we spend time with one another, but it's that it's not that that teenage butterflies in your stomach type feeling. So I always feel like, and I don't even know if that's right or wrong, but I always feel like in in love with someone is kind of like that versus love is just that steady everyday foundation that just gets you through everything. So I think to 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 give you an answer what first said that yes, it's possible to I think your question was can you be in love with someone without loving them? Yes. Rare, but yes. So so it was funny yeah as you explained especially for as you kind of went through and you explained it you were saying they were scared but they were talking themselves into loving each other they were trying to amp themselves up to love that person they were saying i should love this person because they're such a good person everything like that that kind of supports the negative side of it where it says if you're still scared are you actually in love with that person or have you, you know, is it that you will stop being scared? That's when you actually love that person when you're not scared anymore. Love is scary, though. It can be scary. So I don't think it has to be that. I don't think you can you can fight um, tooth and nail to not feel this way about somebody. Fear, logic, whatever is like, man, I just. And still, still do it, you know. Um, like Byron said, old girl from uh, Thin Line tried her 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 hardest not to love Martin, Martin's character. So I just so your question is restate your question. So I, again, I, I'm I'm trying to kind of form a question from the statement, right? And so the statement is is being afraid to love someone the same as not loving them uh and so that's why in question form i'm saying can you love someone and still be afraid to love them you know what though isn't that almost every situation when you get ready to love somebody yeah so yeah when you put it that way yeah yeah, i think because i I thought you initially is it the same as you know but yeah like you know me i was a void of relationships like i uh, you know, like, you know, 
I'm, I, I fought it. That's mm-hmm. that's actually like the beauty and the tragedy of loving somebody because you're you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're putting your heart out there and say, "Hey, I'm opening myself up to you. You now have the power to hurt me, or you know what I mean, like or, or love me. Like that's the that's the beauty and tragedy of it. So there yeah. there is some inherent fear with loving yeah. someone. I, I agree with you. I think that's the beauty of love. Of the challenge or the downside is the people who are so who easily fall in love. That's the danger, mm. you mm. know. And so, um, and from what I've seen, a lot of times those people are hurt easily because they're looking to fall in love. They're they're searching for that, while other people maybe be a little more hesitant or cautious for that. So it's the you know I feel like every rom com like they fight tooth and nail somebody just got out of a relationship not to fall back in love you know I'm not trying to be in a relationship right now I'm just trying to find myself and you know like I said you can't you can't help who you love and so in this the in your situation talking to me about being scared or, or fearful the question is what do you do with that fear mm-hmm. I think that's a, the question because there's people who because of their fear or whatever they sabotage relationships Right. And then you have people who take that fear and try to conquer is like, you know what? There's why do I feel this way? Why am I scared to why am I scared to love her? You know, something I'm this is different. I was Z, I, I don't know. She caught me off guard. Like I think she's a great example. Like in my mind, there's no there's no reason, no way I'm a fall for this young 21 year old girl who's still in college you know still you know still has experienced life because i'm so old and mature i'm 27 28 and you know i was i was scared i was falling for her like you know because i'm like man this is probably not going to end well i might hurt her um she's so young she she's you know she might just turn around and just you know want to walk away we used to joke about that right you know Mm -hmm. You know, like, man, Z and Jen just gonna realize that they're young and hot and just wake up one day and, and leave, you know, <laughs> yep. um, because, you know, you were scared to love. And you, I mean, that's that's fear. Um, yeah, you can you can you can be in love or love somebody and still be scared. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I looked at that and I, I just instantly when I looked at it, I was like, that makes no sense. Um for all the reasons you guys just said, it's like, I can be scared and me loving you is what gets me past that. Right. Or I push mm. through it or, or it's like, I can be scared with everybody and I love you. So now I'm getting past it. And I'm, I, and, and like you said, buff, I'm opening myself up. So I'm constantly scared because the more I love you, the more I can get hurt. So I'm more scared every time you know, or as we get more serious, I'm more scared. Um, you know, it, all of us have got married, right? And you walking down that aisle, you were scared as shit, right? Like you were yeah. scared saying, I do. Like it, it's a big deal. And so I I I think the whoever wrote that hasn't really been in love to the point where they're like, I'm I'm so I'm so in love that I'm scared. Like, I'm scared I'm going to lose you. I'm scared that you're going to hurt me. I'm scared to love because of all the downside that comes from it. So I definitely think they can exist at the same time. I And I really feel like they do exist at the same time. And the more you love, the more scared you are of loving and getting more and more serious. Not bad. It, it took us a minute to get a hang up, but I think we got yeah, it. Yeah. I think we got it. <laughs> so I actually want to... um switch to some politics for a second but if you guys don't mind oh of course so you know um we've talked a couple of times about how uh some democratic actually a lot of democratic voters are worried about joe biden's age do you think the democratic party should have a a primary with biden and you know two or three other candidates where they have a couple of debates and let the Democratic voters decide who they want their nominee to be? Or do you feel like that just only weakens the current president? So do we gamble and get a so-called better candidate 
that everybody will be more enthusiastic to get behind or do we just roll the dice on the incumbent there's only one way that works is if Biden loses the primary Mm -hmm. because if Biden wins the primary any Republican candidate worth his weight in gold is going to attack that like your own party doesn't want you to be the president puts you on a chopping block (laughs) why is that are you unfit like why are you the most powerful I, I don't know enough political history has that happened before uh, Kennedy, he primaried um, what's the Sunday school teacher name from Atlanta? Jimmy Carter. Kennedy mm. uh, primaried Carter. But okay. Kennedy won that primary. No, 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 no. no. Um, Ted Kennedy, not John. Oh, okay. Ted, okay. And so, but but like you say, for uh, Carter got washed. He lost. He lost to uh, was it Reagan? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he, he he lost. So. Yeah, I mean because it's like why why would watch the country put their faith in you if your own party doesn't have their faith own faith in you? You know, you just told me that's only happened one time before. This this is not the norm. I I don't know how you spin that. Yeah, I I think nah. I think the only way that that like you say the only way it'll work is if he loses right i mean and somebody else ends up with the nod um the party would have to know he was gonna lose and ultimately you still walk away with a weaker candidate because they have to tack each other right they have to put put each other down a little bit um in order to you know go after and get the votes for the nomination so i definitely don't think it's a good idea when you talk about the general election, because like you said, Ferg, any Republicans going to just you're just building talking points for them. Right. The gotcha moments and everything like that. And I mean, you're making them take positions that they may not usually take, but because they got to out left the person. Right. It, it makes it harder for them to pivot back to the middle and get those Republicans or those independents that might swing back over uh, for the Democrats. It, it makes no sense politically to have a um to a primary with a sitting incumbent president that now that's why I remember a couple episodes ago I was hoping is that they he waits so late that they don't have a chance for a primary and then they get to name somebody else because if they do that you don't have to worry about it I know the voters might be like well we didn't get a chance to have a say but at that point it's Kamala She's going to be the nominee and then we got to go with it and roll with it. That is my hope is that he just waits until after a primary, but no way, shape or form would you want a primary before. And at this point, the primary season's already heated up. I don't even know if they want to try to ramp up a primary, have debates and all that stuff before. I'd much rather see more town halls. I think that's what Joe Biden does need to semi like primary and get out more, have some town halls and everything, uh, and get his voice out. Because I know he's head down trying to get the work done, but the problem is all the Republicans are sucking up all the air and people are looking at them and they're not looking at Joe because he's quietly doing the work and he needs to be much, much better at selling what he's doing and everything um, on bigger stages than his, hey, I'm doing my media thing every once in a while he needs to go out on cnn on the msnbc i don't care if he gets on fox news every once in a while and say some stuff and do some town halls do some stuff that actually gets an eye on him for 30 minutes or an hour problem can he do that though that's the question you talking about you talking about old joe (laughs) papa joe like the thing about it is he needs to be sitting down taking his shots, eating his vitamins and everything. He doesn't need to waste any energy right now. And I feel like in norm, under normal circumstances that that would be a good strategy, but any any sign of weakness, if he does a 20 city tour or whatever, if he looks weak in any of those two, 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 two cities, that that's just fodder. Yeah, and well, it's like I, I, Trump. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want him to do that, but it, it could be something like a fireside chat with you know somebody, and so literally he's sitting down 
in a chair kind of talking or whatever and I would probably wouldn't do it live either. I'd probably script it and, and okay. stage it. Yeah. But he not... needs to have that where it's a, a Joe Biden special. You know what I mean? Something he needs he something ain't... though. <laughs> he don't he, it ain't he's not, you know, and that's my thing. I just I'm almost like Trump not doing the debate. You know. There's no upside. There's not a lot of upside yeah, to him know. doing anything. Yeah. So I can see that. I, I won't even waste my time with my answer because I didn't know what my answer would be until Ferg answered. And I think you said it perfectly, but there is an author of the new book, uh, the last politician, his name is uh, Frank Four, And just like you said, Rizzi, you was wondering, is it too late for him to step down? This author believes that Biden, he strongly believes that Biden will announce sometime in August that he's not going to, uh, run but it'll be it'll be too late I mean with the election to be what a couple of months from there like mm-hmm. that, that'll be too late but he, he still believes that Biden will step down staff writer for the Atlantic I don't see it happening I think we've passed that one the best time for Biden to have done this was after they overperformed in the midterm an incumbent president that gained a seat in the Senate and barely lost the house that almost never happens that was a time for him to flex and say, I'm leaving it in good hands and things like that. But, but, but good but answers, what, man. Good what answers. Ha- what would have happened with that, though, if he had done that right after the midterms, that would have kicked off a primary. It would have kicked off, you know, the Republicans going after Kamala, going after whoever's the, the front runner of the primaries. Right now, all eyes are on Joe, right? And they're attacking Joe. And so it it keeps Kamala out of the discourse. And if he does drop out later on, now they got to shift focus and they got to be like, well, let's talk about her. And it, it's it doesn't you know, they don't have nine months, 10 months to just pound at her. Right. So that's that's all Ferg, I'm hoping for. Ferg, Ferg Senator thinks that they're going to bring uh, Michelle Obama in. He thinks Biden is going to step down too, and he said they're going to they're going to get their secret weapon in. And me and Cruz, we agree on that. I do think Michelle Obama is that's the one option that Republicans can't. They cannot. I know they cannot. They cannot win against her. I'm telling you, she's everything Hillary wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Without without the without the track record. Yeah, super Y'all intelligent. Black people showed up for Barack. Man, I'd get on the <laughs> campaign trail. <laughs> Everybody's showing up for and her. Michelle. We trust. Yeah, so yeah, she definitely is, man. Uh, what happened at the CBC? Because didn't we just uh, come out of the CBC uh, weekend? Anything you know pop off there? You heard of? I ain't heard about them. They, they okay. From what I know, they just do a lot of partying that weekend. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I think we should partake next year. By the way, too. We should. We should. Yeah, Let us yeah. know about uh, like when it is, what it's events same time, or whatever. This like okay. third third weekend in September. So yeah, let's let's plan that. All right, let's go. All right, got some for? So my question, and it might be short because I just want more clarity. Byron, on our last show, you talked about guys stop being raping. And so you gave an example uh, on probably, like I guess, the scenarios that women might deal with. Guy, shawty, come here for a sec. What's your name? Her, oh, I'm good. I'm not interested. Guy, but I stop right there, fellas. Let her be. Guy, example number two. Excuse me. I just want to tell you, you're gorgeous. Thank you. Guy, you mind if I get your number and take you out to dinner one day? Her. No thanks. I appreciate it, but I'm seeing someone. Guy, but buff. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> Guy, baby, what's your name? Her. Insert name here. Guy, nice to meet you, young lady. I was wondering if I get your number and call or text you later on. Her, um, no, I'm not interested. Guy, what you mean you're not interested? Stop right there. Okay. So, your. Uh, I'm going to keep reading. We are pro shoot your shot. 
but never at the expense of making her feel threatened or in danger. Don't follow her to a car. It doesn't need to turn into a debate. If you feel like you're the great guy she's missing out on, cool. Let her miss out. It shouldn't take convincing. She's not obligated to give you her name, number, or answer your questions. Let her be. Shooters shoot, but when they miss, they wait until another slash different opportunity comes and shoots again. They don't stand there and argue with the basket over a missed shot. You missed it. Let it go. Stop being rapey. All right, I just want so, to say that I just want to say that was off the top of the dome, and why that, that may not be perfect. I just yeah. I literally just typed that without any backspace. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, you good. You good. We all we, we all get it. So my question is, when I was when you first of all, when you showed me the video, because I had somebody call me, and they they were like, well, you know, he hated that they used the word rapey. Because it was more so like all guys aren't rapey and, you know, the it makes it seem like it's all men, you know, and you're speaking, you're generalizing. And I'm like, dude, I understand what you're saying, but you got to watch the video. And when I sent him the video, he's like, yeah, there's no excuse for that. Like that, that is on a whole nother, that video is on a whole nother level of, because when I saw the video and I think we posted it, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, no, we just posted like a steal of it. We didn't post a video. We need to post a video. Okay. Uh, because that video made me think of every woman I know and love in that situation. Mm. And I, I was scared for them and afraid for them. And I just I just thought about the privilege, privilege I have as a man not to worry about certain things like that. You know, so but this leads to my question you were saying stop right there. You don't need convincing. But and maybe I'm going to learn from this conversation. It doesn't really matter because I'm out the game. What's the difference in being convincing? Not and like she's playing hard to get. I feel like that's still a a a tactic that women do. They, they don't. I don't know. At, but I'm not a, I'm not a heartthrob like you buff where, you know, you say, hey, and, you know, chicks like here's my number. You know, it's I think most chicks of a guy initially shows interest. She has to kind of play that like, little song and dance. So in some of these instances, like, you know, as soon as she says she's not interested, you walk away. Or how do you find that balance where it's, hey, you know, she's playing. Maybe she's playing hard to get, you know, maybe she. She's not going to she gets hit on so much that, you know, I am a little different I, and I do really like it. And I want to see or I'm a, I'm interested in her and I want to see where this can go. Is it one and done? Is it three strikes and you're out? You know, what What? What are the rules? You know, what, what is it in sales? They say uh, you, you don't stop until you get three no's. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, and the thing about it, I'm, I think I'm in sales and part of what you learn is. People are innately told are innately they respond with no. Like if somebody called you today, say, hey, sir, my name is John with uh, Toyota and we have a very good deal on our new upcoming SUV, the Century. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, you don't even know. You don't even need to know the details of it. Like in your mind, you automatically say no. So people are conditioned to say no. And. Maybe in the dating world, I feel like most women are conditioned to say no or play a little hard to get, you know, like they're not going to just give their name and number to the first guy in that very moment. You kind of have to sell yourself a little bit. So uh, good question. First off, let me say I'm not a heartthrob. Let's get that out the way. Uh, I do want to also acknowledge uh, Porsche's response because I think you kind of partially asked this question on the post and she was like you don't want someone that plays games like that so but I want to elaborate on that and I'm not I'm no longer speaking for her I just know that's how she answered it I think for the most part women in general are hit on so much that when a guy that they feel like they may be interested in approaches them approaches them in a in a gentleman way in a in a way that they you know, appreciate not like, you know, God, shorty with the fat ass, come here, but like they're respectable with it. 
if she knows that there's a possibility she is interested in him, she is going to at least have some type of conversation with him to see where it goes. See if she see if he elfs it up. She's not like if a woman like Orazio is a ladies man. So when when <laughs> so, so when a when Orazio approaches a woman, okay, and that woman knows she's interested in him, she's gonna hear him out, see what he has to say, make sure he doesn't say anything stupid, eventually give him her number. She's not gonna see Rizzi, know she's interested in him. He approaches her in a respectful way and she says, no, 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 and walks off and like in some movies, say, man, I hope he tries again. I hope he tries again. No, I think a woman playing hard to get is, yeah, she'll give you her number, whatever. She'll conversate with you. But as far as like when she allows you access to her personal space, to her body or things like that, that's not necessarily playing hard to get. That's just like, you know, I guess you can call it playing hard to get, but it's it's definitely like making sure that she is being selective in who she chooses to go further with. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Fer. You want to rebut? Yeah, no, go, go. Oh, I was I was just gonna say, yeah, never have I ever walked up on a uh, a lady and she gave me the no, I got a boyfriend, no or whatever, and then eventually I wore her down. And, you know, now she wants to give me the number like it, that, that just doesn't work. Right. It, it's I've I've had where, you know, they're not interested right then. And we bump into each other a couple more times. And but like Buff said, stop right there. Usually what happens is if they told me, no, they weren't interested. I stop with the innuendo, the Adam, you know, that like that. I we're friends at that point. Like I'm, I'm treating you like one of the guys, right? And I'm talking to you like that or whatever. And you need to initiate, or you need to give me something that we need to. I need to reinitiate and reengage on that level. Like that's the difference. And so if if it is, they're playing hard to get. For what happens is the ball's back in their court, and you still need to back off. You still need to stop. There is no reason to continue on if they gave you a flat out no. Now, like I've had situations where I'm like, hey, I want to get to know you. And they're like, hey, I'm not getting to know anybody right now. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I give them some time. You know, I'll I'll go back down the court and, you know, come back in three months, six months. Be like, yo, you know, I'm back out here. You're, you know, still still single. You're still trying to do, you know, your own thing and just check in. But again, that's very, very different than right there. I'm, I'm blocking their way. I won't let them leave. I'm trying to keep them at the bar, you know, or even I'm in their DM and I got 17 messages and all I get is the little like or the little heart or the little laugh and no response. Like the, at, at some point, you just got to be like, all right, they're, they're not interested. They're not into me. So, no, I don't I don't think there's ever a situation where you, you just have to persist constantly to wear somebody down um you know that i think is it, it is pretty rapey i mean because i mean when from an hr perspective it is sexual harassment actually it's creating a hostile if we were in the workplace it's creating a hostile work environment like that woman can't move freely without being hit on by you even though she said she's not really into you so guys take our advice stop once they say no once they say they got a boyfriend once they say that they're not interested hell for me if they semi look interested but i'm I'm still not feeling enough of it i'd be like you know what i'm done like so i i'm even more on the i'll just give up like and going back to that our initial our other question where we're like we want to be chased that's what I mean by I want to be. I want to know that you're interested in me. I'm. I don't want to have to guess about it. And so, if there is any way that I'm guessing that you're into me, I'm probably gonna give up. You want some good morning texts? I, I do want some good morning texts. <laughs> Text me Grand sometimes. Rising. Grand rising, King. <laughs> now, I mean, y'all laugh, but, but ultimately, yes, I, I want. I you know, sometimes. I get up at six o'clock in the morning and I'm I'm like hitting the door, getting the kids ready for school, getting them out, 
or whatever. And if I got to get into the office that day, by the time I get them off to school and I'm in the car and I'm driving in, it might be 9, 30, 10 o'clock before I think to text anybody good morning. So yeah, every once in a while, it's cool. You know, I'm driving in and I get a good morning text or, you know, like, hey, have a good day today. That's cool. You know, that means that you're thinking about me just as much as I'm thinking about you. Because if, if not, then again, if I'm carrying the conversation, if I'm always the one reaching out, if I'm always the one, I do start feeling rapey. Like I start feeling like I'm really trying way too hard if you're not really interacting with me and, and giving back that energy that I'm giving you. So, so, so everybody's favorite uh, black nerd, Steve Urkel, was rapey. He was. Well, he I mean, was, but Laura wasn't any better in that. When he moved on, then all of a sudden she ain't really like that too. But, much. but that was that was years later. We're yeah. saying, you know, he followed her, brought her roses, you know, but you know he did all the take away the the laugh tracks and the comedy and the writers, <laughs> you know, pretty creepy. And I guess the reason I, I ask because when I think back, it's been a while since I've been out in these streets. It's when I thought about it, like none of those lines sound like anything I would say. Cause I was never like a person that came up with this, you know, you know, Virgo, right? You know, like I, I, I didn't have a pickup line. I was a conversationalist. So I would create good conversation and then we would kind of get to know each other through that. Um, but I never, I think, because I think about it, it's like, well, I feel like I didn't, within the first minute, I wasn't, you know, I feel like I kept the conversation going. So, um, but it was never, and Rosie's been around me. It's like, I'm never like too upfront. Like I, I, I play the game to see where, where the conversation is going first of all, to see if I'm even interested because you're cute, but your conversation skills are subpar and I'm over it. But um, yeah, but I mean, you you don't have time to have those conversations all the time, yeah. right? Like if, if we're somewhere and I'm just like, you know, in Starbucks right before work or whatever, I don't have time to sit there and hold a ten minute conversation with you. I'm just like, hey, you're cute. Can I get your number? I'll hit you up later as we you know leave Starbucks or whatever. Like it it, it might be a little back and forth, but there's not a, a whole lot of time to really get into a deep conversation like if you guys were at a bar or something like that so you know you sometimes you are going to shoot your shot and not have time to tee everything up um but again she's either going to say yes or no right i mean you walk up to her hey i'm rising i saw you over there ordering or while we're while we're waiting on our uh, starbucks i might be like hey you're cute yada 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 but when she gets her drink i'm like hey can i get your number before you leave yes or no you know so, I mean, you, you just got to ultimately, man, you, you got to learn to read the signs. And if they aren't giving you eye contact, if they're not answering, if they're being super short with the answers, you know, they keep walking and they don't stop when you try to uh, talk to them. Let it go. Just let them go, man. Because oh, it's, yeah. you know, we were in Vegas. I remember I, I walked by uh, the chick like she was walking into the, uh, the hotel and I like, start walking next to her and like hey I'm Rosie yada 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 and she kind of kept walking I was like well I just turned yeah. around and came back to y'all I'm like she's not with it so, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah but you I, I guess fellas know your strengths yeah yeah. yeah. know your strengths too like if you if you ain't that guy that's just gonna um, the coffee shop pickup guy if you, you might have to play the long game you know the club might not be might not be your pickup spot. And I and I hate it sounding like even, you know, I hate that he had the the person that called you had to watch the video. And before he saw the video, he felt like it was generalizing. But I guess for me, there's obviously there's always there's exceptions to everything. I just hate how in general our women have to go through all these hoops to tell a guy no. Like give him a fake number, give him a fake name, tell him you got a boy, tell him you gay. Like all that stuff and for a lot of guys it doesn't work if you gay oh I can convert you you got a man you happy I can make you happier you know what I mean like they have to like they we have the luxury like for you, you said the, the male privilege we had a luxury of telling the woman now nah, I'm good I'm married whatever and that's it most women will let that go not men <laughs> not some <laughs> men sorry not some men mm-hmm. yeah so 
Yeah, I think you got to understand it and really because, you know, even in that situation, um, I think men in the situation don't think about it. And part of it is we're taught. I mean, then, like I said, you look at shows like Family Matters, a lot of these rom-coms where, you know, the nerd or the guy that she didn't want gets the girl. You know, it's the he wore it down because he's a good guy. You know, I'm not talking about the the rapey, you know, cringe guy. It's just like, man, she deserves better, you know. And a lot of times they get friends on and all this stuff and it works out later on. But it's just still the um, like the movie of old dude was standing out front of the girl's house with the boom boxing. <laughs> you know, it's all the 80s uh, teenage flicks and all this stuff like people. Wore the wore the good girl down. Yeah, but I will I will say in Steve's defense, Steve was probably the best you could, or he told the line of "I'm gonna wear you down" versus like because he wasn't intimidated, right? I don't think Laura ever felt like she had to say yes, right? She she constantly would be like, "No, Steve, you're not," you know, and and that was it because I felt like I felt like Laura f- felt like she had the power in the in the relationship and so she she didn't feel as intimidated as some girls like she didn't feel like she had to say yes to him so there is a little bit of that right like if if you are the good guy and you're you're like she says i'm not interested but you you still send her some flowers every once in a while or whatever be like hey i'm out here i want you i'm gonna keep coming at you that's that's a little different i don't know i think it's i think you see i think that's where it's dangerous because if you don't see yourself as the threatening guy even though she sees you as a threatening guy, it's like, dog, she says you feel like she was like you're stalking her and you're threat. If if the two of us did the exact same thing and for whatever reason she feels threatened by me and we did the exact same thing, what's the difference? Your dark skin. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and maybe and maybe that's it. You know, it's it's is it on me or you to decide if she's gonna be threatened by us if we're doing the exact same thing? Or should both of us just say no? Yeah, you know yeah. it's no. I mean, I, I was I'm, I I definitely think it was too far, but I, I'm just like trying to think through it. It to your point, is there a time that pers- you could be persistent without being rapey? Like, it, is there a moment your, that your, you could... your your intent doesn't matter because it's about her, right? It, it, it's just that simple. Like, I'm pretty sure most guys that are listening to this or whatever don't feel like they're being rapey it's on her to feel just like an hr you know sexual harassment is about the way she feels so it's when she says no i'm not interested you don't send her flowers uh freaking love jones every black female's favorite um movie lorenz tate super rapey Mm -hmm. like he literally steals her address Right, mm-hmm. and then you have women like I want somebody to do that like that from I want that kind of love. They're confused. Like <laughs> this, she told him no several times. Right, he sees her, steals her address. Greatest black love story ever. <laughs> so when I say this, like it's a freaking boomerang. Eddie Murphy would um with uh. J- Jacqueline like he was she was giving him a, some she was giving him a little energy but she she said no several times that scene when they were in New Orleans and he was trying to get his shit off <laughs> trying, trying to get his off sorry about that Rizzy you remember like he he in the he in the club doing it and and it's but that's the kind of love I want I want a man that goes that goes above and beyond to prove his love for me. Like, let's call it what it is. A lot of this stuff is romanticized. And I'm not saying all these guys, because there's just, there are dudes that are just super managed, super aggressive and stuff like that. Hey, shouty, you know, they're going to call out our name and all that stuff. Feels like, you know, they're, they're top notch. You're a good guy and a woman should, they feel entitled to your, your information or your time. And, and there's guys like, I really like her. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get her to notice me and be with me. 
But at the end of the day, all those guys, the answer when she says no the first time, he's supposed to walk away. And even with Boomerang, that example, she actually gave him the time of day. Like she came to his house, but she actually was watching the game. He wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? Like she, she gave, she, she attended the things he invited him to. He invited her to. She just didn't go all the way. So she, was she gave before? him some was that entertainment after the. Now, nah, because I'm, remember, she, she, he invited her to. You know, he had the, he had set the mood and stuff, and she came over there, yeah. and she was like. Really watching the game. She, I think that was after. Was that after New Orleans? No, nah, it was before. No, nah, it was before. Yeah. yeah. No, so. good question though, man. I mean, it's 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 a hard one to figure out. I mean, dating's nah, not I easy. Mean, it, it's in today's world is is not right. It's it's when she says no, you know, it's no. Let it go. No means no. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, fellas, let's go ahead and cl- close it on out. Um, I started off political. Well, my question was political. I'm going to end political. And um, basically, there's an I I hate to say an idea, but there's like a bill floating around. So right now, our House of Representatives are not keeping up with our population. Uh, I think it's meant to be like uh, one representative per 500,000 uh, citizens. And right now we're at uh, one representative for every 750,000 uh, citizens. So there's a bill somewhere in the house where they are thinking about trying to expand the house and we go from 435 representatives to 585 representatives. Um, haven't heard a lot of talk about it, so it must not be getting a lot of traction yet, but our population is outpacing the amount of representatives we have. So just wanted to put that out there in case it becomes a big thing. You can say you heard it here first. Uh, and the other thing is uh, me and Rosie, we talked about the show Succession and uh, it concluded a few months ago. Well, the real life version of that, Rupert Murdoch of uh, News Corps, Fox News, as most of you know, finally at 92 years old, stepped down. And I just want to real quick, this loser, I usually say loser as affection. I don't mean that as an affection right now. This loser left a letter to his employees talking about how the people in power and the elites always want to silence us. Us? No, you're worth $8 billion. You control one of the biggest media conglomerates in the world. What are you talking about us? You ain't us. You elite. So I just, I just, I thought that was like the audacity of people on the right, man. It just, the audacity, dog. It it blows me sometimes, but it was just kind of cool to see him step down because the show Succession was was modeled after that, and his son—I forgot the son name—that's taking over. But his son is gonna uh, run Fox News, and they say that he is more conservative than Rupert, but he's not into politics as much as his dad. So it'd kind of be interesting to see if Fox News makes any turn in the next few years. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm probably Succession is a great show. I'm probably season three now. Okay, so yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just starting yeah, to get good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's 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 crazy. I mean, that show makes me think. Z and I've had several conversations on, um, what do they call the term? Were they too rich to understand the law, or oh, um, where the 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 kid tried to use it as a defense? Yeah. Um. Ah, what was it? Um affluenza or whatever yes yeah <laughs> those, the, the, the whole family is like they just don't get it nobody gets mm-hmm. it <laughs> yeah they're so them. out of touch yeah so that's one thing i did like about suits like they were all rich but they they somewhat got it mm-hmm. you know um so and then you know mike came in and really kind of pulled them over but um yeah it, it was that's a good show anyway i got two things first off we're getting into hoodie season. Fellas, hide your hoodies. Lay claims to them. Put your name on them. Something. Don't let these ladies steal your hoodies, bros. They're out there and they're trying to get us for our hoodies. So, ladies, keep no your hands off. No means no. No means no. Yeah, when you tell them no, they need to stop right there. But I don't think they are. So, anyway, keep watching hoodies. Secondly, I want to... 
shout out or I, I don't know I don't even know if it's a shout out uh, so I don't know if you guys have heard minor high school band director was tased at the game uh, so minor high school is a high school here in Birmingham Alabama and the band director ignored police officers as they tried to stop the band they said hey you need to stop we need to clear everything out people aren't leaving as y'all play stop so we can get everybody out he didn't do it they said it again the song ended and he said take it from the top and when he said take it from the top the police tased his ass and you know what i'm here for it they should have tased his ass because they have been shooting outside of the football games they've been doing all kind of stuff police officers stood there while they finished the game or while they finished the song he basically everybody's like oh well he's a role model for the kids they shouldn't have did that in front of the kids yada 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 he also shouldn't have ignored the police officers and what they were telling him to do in front of those kids uh he he essentially challenged them said he's gonna do what he wanted to do and he got tased they didn't use lethal force they did what they needed to do they cleared out the uh game everybody lived uh to you know watch the next game and be able to play again next week so i'm all for and support the uh birmingham police department in this one need to learn how to listen and and do what they tell you to do so i'm 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 on his side on that one so i just want to throw that out there that's not the story i heard but you're closer to it so <laughs> oh you yeah. heard something different what'd you hear i heard that he was finishing up the song and the police officer didn't so i don't yeah i don't know if you saw a video or you got evidence yeah no i know people that were there um so i've talked to a couple different people um but yeah he he essentially was like oh. he they, they finished the song and they started playing it again oh i heard it was he said this is our last song and people were commenting saying they were there too so i don't know you know, yeah. it's it's a, it's always a he said, she said. So hopefully I have it on video. Um, once again, you know, it is what it is. So for me, I think it's first of all, want to say uh, shout out to the ladies that inspire you. And uh, for all our content bill listeners, thank you for sticking with us to our, our usual listeners on all other podcast stations. Hey man, thank you for rocking with us this long. It's been we're we're really at that four year Almost mark. four years. Yeah. yeah. So we've been doing this for a while. So thank you guys for sticking with us. Um real fast wanna say happy birthday to my beautiful wife Sabrina. We celebrated her birthday this weekend. Uh we we had a time in Houston so uh, happy birthday, babe. You listen to this. No, I love you. And um, with that being said, three brothers, no sense. Your favorite barbershop style podcast. Six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.